My brain's splitting off in so many different directions. My brain's splitting off in so many different directions. <laughs> brains splitting off in so many different directions that no one has the answers to. My dad was a shrink. Certain things upset me. And my dad was a shrink. Certain things upset me. And my dad was a shrink. things upset me. What's the furthest star and then what's beyond the furthest star? What's the furthest star and then what's beyond the furthest star? What's the furthest star and then what's beyond the furthest star? Questions that no one has the answers to. I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, a podcast where Gary and I talk about all things X-Men, sexual or not. But with both sides. <laughs> yeah, uh, we do both sides of the X-Men and the Sex-Men. And one episode, it's everything you need to know, everything that you've learned about sexual x-men at harvard and another one another episode is everything they don't teach you about sexual x-men at harvard so. do, do you know the movie uh revenge of the nerds yes okay so like everybody talks about the the weird kind of like sexual assault scene in that yes but i think a lot about uh a song from the soundtrack called are you ready for the sex girls do you know that song? I do not know. It's been a long time but, since I've watched Revenge of the Nerds. It's it's incredible because like the the soundtrack of that movie is just awful, like dorky new wave and stuff. And then at one point they go to another like a, a sorority or something, and the soundtrack's like, "Are you ready for the sex girls? The fine, fine, super fine, real sex girls?" I fucking love it. Dude. <laughs> I think about that all the like. Am I ready for the sex girls? I think about that all the time. Like it's a really funny adjective noun to me. A um, a small spoiler for the Doom Patrol TV show, uh, but in season two, their their little weird mansion gets invaded by the Sex Men, um, who oh. who are uh, who are basically the Ghostbusters, but for ghosts that are only having sex. So <laughs> <laughs> just that ghost that gives gives uh, Dan Aykroyd a blowjob. <laughs> Exactly. Ghostbusters, which is totally a thing that happens. That's, that, that's like, a whole thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> just like Dan Aykroyd just insisting, like, no, if I'm going to do this movie, like a ghost is going to swallow my cum. I, I'm not going to do this movie otherwise. You need to you either talk to my agent or you yeah. <laughs> or you let me get yeah. a blowjob from a ghost. Either one. Yeah. You either talk to my agent to give me a blowjob or I get a blowjob in this movie. No points <laughs> in between. And Jeremy Pivot from Entourage pops out of nowhere. Did somebody say blowjob? <laughs> no we're talking about x-force um specifically ecstatics which started in x-force uh so if you are mm-hmm. tuning in we're about five issues uh deep this is the fifth issue we started with x-men excuse me x-force 116 uh and this is going to be issue 11 excuse me 120 um so yeah just you know go back and read those or listen to the podcast uh i'm enjoying this series even more than i had been at first uh so i'm 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 all bought in gary this is great yeah yeah that's awesome yeah it gets uh there's tons of good stuff in it there are some dips that are coming but we're on a real good streak um there's kind of an important piece of trivia i forgot during last week's episodes do you want to hear this important piece of trivia hit it uh the first issue of this the uh, x-force 116 was the first comic book since like spider-man 96 or something to be printed without the uh comics code authority oh yeah uh, because of the violence and that is what made marvel stop submitting to the comics code authority uh was that so it's kind of a historical comic like they wanted to depict all the violence in it the comics code authority went yeah you don't know don't show as many intestines and then marvel said we're not gonna do it anymore 
And that was like kind of the sea change moment. So I knew that when we recorded last week, I just forgot to mention it. But There's, I always think that's kind of an interesting little bit of uh, Marvel history. When um, we jump into the ecstatics title proper uh, pretty early on in the letters column, somebody complains about that because they say, mm-hmm. you know, oh, you, you, I thought that this was going to be for a mature audience and like was expecting, I guess, like for there not to be nudity or for there to be nudity or something. Like it was just going to be tits yeah. out 24 <laughs> seven. Yeah. No violence by must see you go, go, you go girls bush. I got to see it. Hard to say. <laughs> yeah. I got to see it. Um, yeah. yeah. So I just, yeah, I remember, I, I thought that was kind of interesting that they were just like, no, we're not going to do that anymore. This is over now. Yeah. Like we, we don't need to bother with that. And it was part of like, you know, the, the idea behind this whole thing and, and kind of the, the context around it, like it wasn't marketing, but it was part of this like reinvention of the X-Men with new X-Men and stuff with, uh, Axel Alonso, uh, joining as editor and they wanted to drum up publicity. Um, this book ended up like being on the cover of like multiple magazines and getting written up in Rolling Stone and stuff. I had kind of like, I was looking up stuff about it, uh, largely spoiler because the fourth episode you were recording today, uh, nothing happens in it. Yes. And I was going to save all this stuff for that. And now I just haven't because I <laughs> want to say it before I forgot because I am tired and I feel like if I don't say it, I'll lose it. I understand completely. So 2020, that's where I'm 2020 at. attitude, man. Uh, 2020 like five days before election 2020 60 you know so it's like we are we're we're through the looking glass people yeah i um uh, i i am so like i just i can't like i you know i was i was real tuned in to 2016 and i, I tried my best to say real tuned in on 2020 but like i just it's it's i just can't <laughs> like i mean i voted no, right yeah, like i did the thing yeah but like i didn't yeah I can't, I can't like pay attention to debates or anything like that. It's just no, a fucking no, no. nightmare show. So. I don't understand how people watch the debates. I don't even. Like, why do you want to see those two old men talk? Yeah. It's so fucking yeah. gross. Like, <laughs> like I will it, it's, fucking it, hold my nose and flush the commode on a vote for Joe Biden. But like, Jesus Christ, yeah. like I, I don't, yeah. please don't make me hear him talk until he's like yeah. turning it over to AOC in four years or whatever. Pe- so. People are turning, like putting up fan art and stuff and on Twitter and it's rough for me. Yeah. Uh, and it's not like, you know, fan art of Trump is good to me either. None of the fan art of yeah. a pol- never draw fan art of a politician. Have some fucking dignity. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I am nervous about the results of it though. So even oh, though I'm sure. not following it, yeah. I'm still having this intense, like sense of like this weird, overwhelming feeling that Joe Biden has to win at the same time while not liking him. Yeah. It's just this like, Oh, that would be horrible. This would be bad, but that would be horrible. Uh, and I, you know, I am experiencing anxiety about it. Absolutely. So, and know, I'm surrounded yeah. by like, I'm, you know, I'm where I am in the world. Trump in country. The United States is, it's Trump country. Like there's a next door neighbor put up a Confederate flag and a don't tread mm. on me flag. <laughs> so you better not, better not tread on him. He might rise again. I mean, and you know, like <laughs> I, uh, like in typical neighbor fair, like I know that dude, like we've had conversations, um, you know, Hey dude, do you want a beer? Hey dude, like we're grilling that kind of thing. Uh, casual relationship, neighbor stuff. Uh, but like walking out into my backyard and like, ah, it's a nice day. And, Oh man, <laughs> like it's just yeah. the first thing that you see. It is really disappointing. So it's a bummer to see it, man. It like it, it feels like every once in a while, like I am surrounded in just this sea of like, you know, Biden Harris signs and stuff, and then uh, Ian Arone, the like more progressive challenger for mayor here, and then every once in a while, like a Trump truck will come through. Yeah, like just basically an advertisement. Like they don't live here, but they'll just kind of roll through to freak out the squares. Uh, and it is just like, ugh. like, I'm not freaked out. I'm just like exhausted by it. I also, uh, this is a very funny, um, 
I was walking around with my girlfriend the other day and uh, everyone's put up their Halloween decorations. Okay. But they're mixing really funnily with everyone's like Black Lives Matter signage. Oh, Jesus Christ. So like you just have like, you know, it's like uh, this house haunted, uh, you know, take one piece of candy or forever lose your soul. Say their name. Zombie crossing. No one deserves to die in a cage. Uh, you know, witches enter the back door. It's really funny. This Kingdom Hearts uh, game sounds like ju- it's going to be lit. <laughs> <laughs> like, the juxtaposition of it's fucking incredible. There's one of them where it's kind of, it's like no one deserves to die in a cage. And it's written in kind of a spooky font. Oh man. And there's what? a ghost next to it. And it's, it's one of the funniest <laughs> fucking things I've ever seen. <laughs> like, I know it's like dark material and I agree with the sentiment, but oh, also like yeah. I, I laughed my ass off. The um, um the weird thing that has happened to me lately uh is uh I got um bored enough to start a TikTok for Monster of the Week. Oh. Um, okay. not not me personally, but just for the podcast. Uh because somebody told us that they found the podcast through somebody else on TikTok talking about us and I was like, Well that just can't possibly be right. Like that can't possibly be right. Mm-hmm. Um and I just like posted about it on the Discord People followed it. I followed those people back and I put like some stupid ass videos up there. Um, And then I would open it to see like what people were saying or anything. And they have a whole section that's just like for you, um, which is separate from your following. So imagine like a Twitter Twitter just created a timeline for you. And it's like 90% naked women or mostly naked women like that are pro Trump. And I'm like, what about the information that I stuck (laughs) in this app is, is this because, and like, they're doing like weird dances and I'm like, just scrolling through going like, what in the fuck? And like, then they'll they'll break out at like a Trump flag right at the end or whatever. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, I don't understand. This is so weird. I hate people's people's (laughs) (laughs) Their arrows and Thanatos are hopelessly fucking mixed up. (laughs) Like their their death cult wish and the fact that they get a boner from it is just absolutely wires crossed. Yes, absolutely. Um, um, speaking about death cults, like let's talk yeah. about the uh, let's talk about the X Force. Yeah, uh, this is the conclusion of like kind of the first proper arc. Yes. Of uh, and they brought in Wolverine. Of course they did. They brought in a guest star. Uh, you know, uh, I love this cover. I love Mike Allred's Wolverine. Yeah, he's looking- <laughs> just like very squat and like weird looking i love how long his claws are like mm-hmm. i'm into this drawing it's very of, good uh, d- yeah uh dupe clearly filming wolverine you can see his fingers and wolverine is saying you know i'm only doing this to boost sales which is a good joke for a cover with wolverine on it because that has long been the case with wolverine so <laughs> yeah uh let us get into it let's do it um yeah uh we start off with kind of a direct continuation of that cover like it's kind of weird the cover is the first page which I really like, you know, I don't know that I've seen yeah. that before. Like, I'm sure I'm sure it's happened. I'm not saying that this is the first time, but it was just really like it was kind of like a whoa. OK, cool. That doesn't normally happen. I've only seen it in a book like Dave Eggers second book. The f- cover of the book is the first page of the book. And I always thought that was a cool trick, even though I think that guy is not great. Um, So, you know, he's saying this thing. He's like, you know, I'm not sure about this new X-Force. When I first heard about him, now I understand him. I'm even less sure about him as he's cutting apart X-Force action figures and standees. Yes uh here and uh the you know it looks like he's about to take him on and then we cut over to uh him talking to dupe and this is for publicity this is another little ad spot yeah uh and dupe is is getting him is encouraging him to do something um and we don't really know what it is but like it's you know because dupe is speaking in dupe language um but wolverine is like are you sure you want to do this like i don't 
okay, fine. Like whatever. Like if you want me to do it, I'll do it. Like I owe you, you and I go way back. Um, we talked mm-hmm. a little bit about this like merch shop that they're in, in the previous episode that we recorded on. And I, mm-hmm. I just want to say now I was looking at it today while I was reading this and going like, man, I wish X-Men was this popular. <laughs> I wish, dude. Oh. <laughs> I wish like in real life X-Men yeah. was popular enough to have like an X-Men store that I could go into and buy X-Men things. Cause I, I wish that ecstatics was as popular. Yes, also I, had, that, I had an ecstatic, yeah. like in my mid twenties, I had an ecstatic shirt. Uh, and it was like the only piece of merchandise I was able to find from, from them. But like, I've wanted to find, and I have a dupe action figure that came with Deadpool in my action figure collecting days, but getting ecstatic stuff has been basically impossible. Sure. Um, and I would go in here and I would wear this stuff. The little dupe squeaky toys. Absolutely. A hundred percent, dude. Yeah. 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 I want like Just a little, uh, stuff. like a dupe stress ball that I can like yeah. fuck with while I'm recording yeah. podcasts. So I don't tap on, I don't do this number constantly and annoy people that have to listen to it. Uh, Wolverine is even drinking an X beer. Dude, I would, just, I would say I drink just, an X beer. I would at least, <laughs> I would do that once, right? Like that would be, yeah. we do a taste test on the podcast on the X-Men. It'd be beer. incredible. Real fun. It'd be a good live show thing. Um, so basically he's asking him to do something and uh, Wolverine is consenting to it. He's saying like, you know, the coach, like he's real mean son of a bitch. And uh, you, you go, girl. Well, if I told you I wanted you to hurry, would, I wouldn't want that to show up in your little diary video. So he's horned. Super horned. Uh, for him. Yep. Uh, but he says, you know, the next couple of days are going to be messy for your crew. And uh, we get the title screen of him storming out. We go to the press conference. Um, if we remember what happened uh, last time, uh, do we remember what happened last time? Not at Again, all. Again, my, sli- <laughs> my sleepicules. I, I know. Um, so uh, Guy... Uh, the orphan refused to give up Paco Perez and the coach turned against them. He sent succubus and smoke after them. And the the big thing at the end, it was the reveal that the orphan doesn't actually has parents and they accused him of of trying to murder them. So that was the big thing at the end. I got confused because once again, having read ecstatics, like the actual title before some of this stuff, I was like, wait a minute. Aren't they supposed to be dealing with dead? Like, oh nope, that's like twenty issues yeah. now. Dear. So. <laughs> yeah, that comes a little bit later. Um, it, also, uh, Coach kind of creeped on you, go girl, and uh, offered her a position leader on the team. Yes, uh, and they made some kind of deal. Um, you know, we don't have any kind of uh, information on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we cut to a press conference, and the whole team is not there. Uh, you know, Miles is there, Fat is there, and the Anarchist is there, but no one else is there. And uh, the coach is saying, no, we're still a team. Guy's taking a few days off. You know, Paco Perez uh, is confidential and Eddie's fine. Yeah. Uh, and we cut to her taking one of her ampules and psyching herself up. Um, you know, I've killed a lot of people before. Why is this even, why should this be different? Kind of revealing that, you know, the plan, the coach wants her to kill Guy. And she's also saying that, like, if she had just kind of um, submitted to the sexual harassment from coach, like, maybe she could have avoided all of this to begin with. Like, 20 minutes of being yeah. super grossed out and messing with his uh, amputated arm, and I would have just had, I would have been team leader in this one. None of this would have happened. Um, yeah. Which makes me think coach has a dick for an arm. Okay. Yeah. Sure. You I know? mean, there's worst places on your body for a dick, I guess. So. It's probably the second best place. I mean... I'm trying to I'm trying to think. Hold on. Let's, let's, I'm trying to think about logistics. I mean, obviously for blowjobs, like definitely one of the best places ever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But for Easy. like just straight up missionary sex, difficult, difficult. Like that. Like you don't yeah. have a lot of leverage. I wouldn't think. Maybe. Like you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying. If you wanted to on your shoulder, if you had it instead of your hand. Okay. Yeah. That's actually what I think would be the second best. Shoulder might be shoulders up there. Like hand, elbow, shoulder. Two, three, and four. 
you know? these legs toast. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, There's an anaconda. Uh, yeah, I guess you know, dick for a hand would be fine. Sucked off by a boa constrictor. <laughs> <laughs> I um, but yeah, dick on a shoulder though, I don't think would be would be very good unless you had a dick on both shoulders. Unless it was symmetrical, but then I'm, then I'm all of a sudden I'm way more into it for some reason. <laughs> like a Venture Brothers villain, a hundred percent, a Venture Brothers yeah, villain, yeah. Like, yeah. um, so we uh we cut over here to the owner uh spike freeman who was introduced in passing but we haven't really spent any time with uh here i love this uh he's got like a replica copy of mjolnir mm-hmm. uh smashing apart statues of ecstatics perfect absolutely uh, love it. you know like i need drama like i need a war there needs to be blood and gore and treachery with x-force p- pitted against each other you know i have uh we have you know one of my so my people are working on a video game and if there isn't a real life war, we're not going to sell any copies. Like I need this. And coach is trying to mollify him. Like you can have that war. Now is not the time. Um, you know, I have our best people looking into it. The orphan is too popular right now. We can't have a public war because people would take his side. And once again, like an ecstatics video game, please, <laughs> please, Did, that, please. Incredible. To me. <laughs> Did you notice uh, the little binder he has that has the different popularity levels? Yes. The little bars. Everybody like, mm-hmm. Oh, at the top, mm-hmm. you know, uh, poor vivisector uh, all the way at the bottom, all the way at the bottom, man. Not a very yeah. popular dude. What's his powers? Like he just turns into a wolf. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. We've had werewolves before. Yeah. Um, so he basically says like, listen, here's the, what we can do every day. Uh, Guy Smith, plays russian roulette like we're gonna we're gonna fake his suicide yeah you know we want to get rid of him we're gonna make we're gonna do it this way this thing that pushes him over the edge and that's gonna save face and get rid of him which is what we need yeah and we cut over to the orphan seeing his parents on tv and Edie confronting him about it saying like you know you're not actually an orphan at all and he's like i didn't even know like that was raised as an orphan i didn't know that these people existed until three years ago they're not my parents like i still consider myself an orphan Obviously, everybody has biological parents. <laughs> like, does it necessarily yeah, yeah. mean I'm not an orphan, <laughs> Edie? Yeah. You fucking yeah. weirdo. <laughs> yeah. How dare you um, call yourself an orphan and you've got parents? <laughs> huh? Yeah. You were born of woman. <laughs> um, the, uh, so when he found out, she, you know, he found out three years ago that not only were they alive, but they had tried to kill him. Yeah. You know, so this is kind of the origins of his, like, trauma, like his, uh, you know, his suicide, suicidal ideation and stuff um and he you know he says like that's why i did i went home and pulled pointed a revolver at my head and pulled the trigger he kind of explains like he's been doing it every night mm-hmm. um Edie like kisses him um and you know is kind of flirting with him the orphan is sensing that she's nervous like she seems really on edge and she chalks it up to the drugs yeah and she does you seem know. like she is like she seems like she is drugged up like she is acting like that um yeah it's, but she's she's actually drugged up to psych herself up. Yes. You know, yeah. Do something she doesn't want to do. And she asked for this, like, incredibly complicated water pour, um, which for some reason, like, as much as I get tired of talking about L.A., like, it feels like a very L.A. Mm-hmm. thing to do. L.A. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It, so he goes off to get that, and she basically puts more bullets into the gun. Um, removing the roulette from the Russian part of this. So it's just Russian, I guess. <laughs> just her Russian. <laughs> I guess that doesn't make any sense. When you, shoot, when you shoot yourself in the head, that's called a Russian. That's called a Russian. Yeah, that's that's everybody yeah. knows that. You don't have to go to urbandictionary.com. Uh, like, stay off that site. Yeah. Go, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
but after she does so, uh, she she pieces out. Yeah, she leaves. she's like, oh, I have something I need to be doing. Uh, I'm out, mm-hmm. you know, and teleports out. And uh, she goes to go have dinner with the anarchist, and she's getting drunk to like forget her her feelings. Like she's feeling guilty, and even the anarchist is like, you've had enough. And you can see their table. She has like a huge array of drinks splayed out in front of her. Yes. You know, and she gets uh, confronted as she gets up and she's like slurring her words and she's a little stumbly. One of the paparazzi like get in her face with the camera and are like, oh, you're back on the sauce, huh? And she just punches it right out of his fucking hand. Um, mm-hmm. And he says, like, you know, without us, you'd just be mutant freaks. But like, that's the whole purpose of this is for them to cause a dr- bunch of drama and, and be be kind of messy. Right. Like, this is the real housewives yeah, yeah. Of, of Worcestershire. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Westchester. County? Westchester. Yeah. yeah. Not the Real Housewives of Worcestershire sauce. I would watch it. It's like a different. I'm addicted to reality <laughs> television. It's Netflix. If it's on Netflix, baby, give me all episodes at once. I will binge that shit in a day and forget it exists. One of them is named um, Ketchup, and that's weird. But I like her. She's the <laughs> she's the underdog. <laughs> um, I love uh, like I love Eddie's characterization. You know, because it's like she'll do this horrible thing, but she's like really struggling with it. You know. Um, you know, she had to psych herself up. She's trying to make herself forget and everything. And that's like an interesting moral position for her to be in. She's not a mustache twirling villain. And one of the themes I think about, uh, you know, this, the series is like, what place is there for heroism? Like with these characters, mm-hmm. you know, what, in what ways are they good people? Like it is very obvious in which the ways in which the members of X-Force and X-Tax are bad people, but it's always really interesting in which we see the ways in which they're good people. Yes absolutely you know um and she's you know having her kind of battle this is is just super interesting like it's not a it's not yeah. a typical like this is not the villain of for the team right like this isn't not dr doom this is just her like i'm real fucked up on drugs and i'm you know super ambitious and will do it will sacrifice anything to get what i want but now that i've started to do that this fucking sucks and it's you know yeah yeah you don't get a lot of that in superhero it- comics so. And th- this issue has like a fight in it and stuff too. This issue kind of has everything. Yeah. This is a very good issue. That's kind of well. I mean, it has they Wolverine, did a really good job. So they started strong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah start started strong and strong. Um, you know, the coach kind of outlines his plans of like how she's going to be reborn as the leader. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, you know, all these people in your team are dying. You had a hard time, but then you pull through like like a phoenix. You know, you owe it to Axel. You owe it to Guy. You owe it to everyone who believes. You know. Uh, and then people will forget about this and coach like looks and says, that's what's so great about today. Nobody remembers anything anymore. And Eddie counters and says, I remember, I remember a time when I liked myself. Uh, and she starts digging around her purse. Uh, the coach knows what this is. She's looking for the, uh, stuff to give her enough energy to teleport. Yes. Uh, and he correctly calls like, she's going to go save him. Mm-hmm. A small detail here. Yeah. I really like that. He still has the black eyes she gave him when she, when he tried yeah. to get all up in her, in her bedroom. Um, he eventually caves in and like gives her whatever this drug is uh, because she kind of begs him like, I'm going to go do this. You know, if you don't, if you don't let me do this, if you don't give me in the inhaler, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to kill you. And he's like, okay, fine. Like whatever. And of course she inhales it and then immediately starts having trouble breathing, breathing. And he says, you sh-, you know, that's what happens when you get sauced, soft, you, you start trusting people and you're not watching for every possible edge that they can get up on you. And you end up like, you know, now you're in a comatose state. Getting basically. roofied. You got roofied. Yeah, yeah, you're roofied. Like, it's literally, you know, uh, this is going to keep you this side of comatose. You'll be vaguely aware of what's going on as he, like, leans over her sweatily and starts undressing her. Like, it's really fucking gross. Mm-hmm. Uh, but luckily, here comes the orphan uh, to uh, kick him in the ribs and kind of outline that theme a little bit. I mentioned, you know, he says, like, one of my problems with X-Force has been 
there don't seem to be any bad guys. I wasn't sure if I was better than the guys I'm supposed to be fighting, and now I know that I am. You know, this is this is a comic about shades mm-hmm. of of black, not about black and white. Yes. Um. And so, so he saves uh, you, go girl, from being assaulted. But uh, the coach's kind of goon squad of Smoke and Succubus pop in. Yep. Um, and this is not going well. Smoke gets Guy in a kind of a hold, and they cut open his his super protective suit, and they start kind of cutting into his chest. And of course, he's super sensitive, so like bad stuff is super bad stuff. Um, and yeah. everything is overwhelming, so he is immediately having a lot of problems with this. Um, and coach is like, Hey, like, this is going to be real easy. Uh, you know, she overdosed, you committed suicide. Like we're, we're, we're one and done and we'll be back on, on track here when uh, our friend, I love this, uh, this ahead. panel of him, uh, holding the orphan by his antenna, like dragging him over. Imagine how that hurts. Ouch. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, cause those are, those are sensory organs. Like, it'd be like somebody holding you by your eyes. Yeah. That's why those, you know? uh, that's why you need wide and, and shallow bowls for cats. I have learned in the last few years. Yeah. 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 Uh, and this, this is where, uh, you go girl, like coach reveals that you go, you go girl was going to save him. Mm-hmm. And this, uh, touches that he's like, Oh, you're going to save me. Uh, but as you mentioned here, uh, pops in uh Wolverine. Yep. Uh, yeah. coach is like, this doesn't have, this is an ecstatics business. This is, this doesn't concern you. And I like Wolverine's answer here of like, if it has an X I'm, I'm involved. And I'm like, <laughs> 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 like, where like, is the line on that? <laughs> like, yeah. it's w- just, just like, name? like fi- filing court papers for Xerox and stuff exactly like, yeah yeah he's in trademark um, I, love, I also <laughs> <laughs> i also i love this uh this dialogue here where he's like you know if that's how you want it smoke and succubus deal with him and smoke's like well oh we will he's overrated living on his reputation he's the housewife's choice i love like i really want a comic like a limited series called like weapon x colon the housewife's choice <laughs> 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 i like that phrase a lot uh that's good the housewife's choice yeah, really. um and it's it's as you mentioned earlier, it's a fight. Um, mm-hmm. They start w- with Wolverine's help. They kind of start whipping ass a little bit. Uh, Yugo Girl, who has a, a pretty large uh, tolerance for drugs in general, manages to come out of this and gets the gun away from uh, Coach. While Wolverine and Guy are kind of doing midair fighting um, and shopping, I love the Wolverine just chops Smoke in half. Yeah, <laughs> which so you could do that. I love. I mean, I, I'm here for it. Like, I don't care. He's, he's a being made of yeah, smoke yeah. to begin with. So, like, I'm not here for yeah. realism. <laughs> uh, but like, the idea that you're going to chop Ghost Guy in half. Like, can he? Can Wolverine cut a ghost in half? It's important yeah, question. Adam Anderson, we can cut anything, dude. Can it cut ghost me? feelings? Can it cut through dignity? my heart? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, the uh, and while they're doing this, Orphan and Wolverine are having this conversation. Like, Orphan's like, "Why are you here to save me?" And Wolverine's like, I don't give a shit about you. You know, I'm doing it. You know, he won't reveal it. But, you know, in the earlier he met with Dupe, he's doing it for Dupe. Um, while this is happening, they dispatch uh, Smoke and Succubus and they hear a gunshot and they look over. There's a little bit of a fake out where it looks like uh, Eddie is dead, uh, but actually she had she had uh, shot Coach. Yes, she was covered with Coach's blood. Uh, Coach is officially dead now. Uh, yeah. Wolverine hands him a tape and says, uh, I think you think, would think you will find this interesting. And the next page is him watching the tape, uh, which is basically yeah. Coach and Zeitgeist making all of the plans to do what they did, which is set up the Ecstatics Force team to get killed um, using that boys band that I've already... Boys Are Us. That's what it was. Yeah, Boys Are Us. Um, yeah. And during this, uh, Zeitgeist like completely runs Go Girl down. of like, yeah, we've had sex a couple of times, but I kind of wish we didn't because now she's all, all grabby. 
um, real like kind of some darker shit, like some real like yeah, you know, I dare you to show the the group DM with the fellas kind of bullshit going on in here. Um, I I am yeah yeah, uh, you know, it's just bad, and of course. Guy is watching this, and you go, girl, comes up, and she's like, "What's in it?" And he's like, "Uh, garbage, absolute garbage. We don't need to really discuss, yeah. discuss that." This, the, you know, this will hurt your feelings. You don't need to see it, mm-hmm. you know. And and I love the idea that like the end of this arc begins with like what would have been page negative one, you know, of the first arc. Like the fact that Zeitgeist just had this conversation with Coach, you know, when that issue begins, he's having those flashbacks about uh, his when his powers manifested. And hurting that girl, it makes sense that he would be reflective. Yes, you know about that. It kind of um, mirrors what you go girl goes through mm-hmm. when she kind of has to psych herself up to kill guy, and is being reflective and stuff. And he did the same thing. He just didn't make the right choice. Yeah, like he was also tempted into murder by coach and gave into it, uh, but ended up dying. Um, you know, he was used. Like coach was saying that you would survive, and he was lying. You know, so real dark shit absolutely um we reveal you know you go girl is like why didn't you kill yourself and he's like the gun was five bullets heavier you know like that's my superpower you dumb you idiot <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know i can feel things like my whole my whole vibe is, sens- is sensitivity man come on what are you doing yeah uh and they basically say like we have a guardian angel somebody who's watching out for us and it shows dupe kind of creeping and watching them yes uh, and that's the end of the first arc and the end of that issue. Yeah. And, and what a great place for our characters to be in. I like adding some, like dupe is already kind of mysterious and weird, but just adding a little layer of potential malevolence to that, I think is really good. Yeah. Um, I, I, man, I cannot wait. There's a, there's a, an arc called, uh, X-Tax versus Avengers. Mm-hmm. That is, uh, the second to last arc of uh, this comic that is incredibly funny. And is real weird dupe stuff. I fucking love so, it, dude. And really great Avengers stuff, too. All of the Avengers are as funny as they've ever been. Good. So it's a very funny thing. Um, so. But yeah, what a, what a great place to leave everybody in. Like, this is, like, I'm, we mentioned it in the last episode, I think, but just having such clear, grounded characters with very obvious motivations without it being, like, super hammy and, like, announcing powers every 20 minutes is just... Like it's just mm-hmm. really solid writing with on top of really great art, and I, I have zero complaints about this whatsoever. It feels weird to be doing this podcast yeah. without complaining about something. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, there's some dodgy art coming up. There's some arcs that are like less essential, and some of them that are kind of worse. But you know, at its core, like you know, I read some interviews with uh, Peter Milligan, and he was talking about um, how you know it is about cynicism and celebrity culture and stuff. But he also like it is a character focused book. Like he has a rule about this. Like anyone can die. It's subverting all these superhero tropes, but also like he cares about the characters and he wants you to care about the characters. Like, and that comes through really, really hard to me. Um, you know, I really like these flawed shit bags, you know, like I said, on, on the surface, bad people, when they're good people, it's really interesting. And the, the dichotomy between those two things is awesome. Really good stuff. And I'm, I'm looking forward to getting yeah. more and more into this. Um, we should record more often so I can finish this in a hurry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm down. Like I also had to stop myself because the next issue that we're recording next time is one of my favorites. Oh, nice. Uh, it's a, it's a really good one. It's like a downtime issue. The way that X-Men kind of stopped doing, uh, like the swimsuit issue or the playing basketball or baseball kind of, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like it's, just, it's just, uh, it's, it's Hugo girl's origin. And it's drawn by Darwin Cook, the late uh, great Darwin Cook. So the art is phenomenal, and uh, it's just like a really sweet slice of life story. Nice. So, yeah, no, no punches are thrown. Oof. 
Um, yeah. So uh, thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of days with uh, X Force One Twenty One. Um, if you want to support us, head on over to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv and ratings reviews are always welcome. Absolutely. Uh, be sure to check out other shows on the network. Um, Gary and Cole just launched Orb, which is a Venture Brothers episode by episode podcast. And uh, I am have listened to the first, I listened to the pilot and the one on episode one. I think the, the newest one just came out um, and it is, it is very good. And I'm very much looking forward to you Thanks. guys dissecting all of the various references and, and pop culture material that's in there because it's a lot and I don't know all of it. So it's good. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate it. We don't bring this up that often, but if you like uh, Jeremy, Jeremy does other podcasts that are not on Duckfeed that are also good and worth listening to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monster of the Week, which is about the supernatural family of, uh, I don't know, you do comics and, and stuff on there as well, but mostly the show. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, no. we cover a, a large amount of stuff on our Patreon stuff, but mostly the supernatural podcast. We're starting season 13 up, which means we're doing a new theme song. So uh, mm. last time was the Boys of Summer. This time it is the. Mm-hmm. We're not announcing that just Ooh. yet. Secret. Uh, I'll tell Gary, but I won't tell anybody else. And then when I tell Gary, he's, he's going to laugh his ass off. So because uh, he's going to think that I'm a <laughs> goddamn idiot. So um, <laughs> yeah, look forward to that. Monster of the week. Cool. Uh, goodbye. Bye, everybody.